Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Compassion and Courage, Conversations in Healthcare. I'm your host, Marcus Engel, and I have my co-hostess with the mostess in the booth next to me, the hotness. Good day. Good day. <laughs> it's always such an awkward thing. <laughs> what do you say? Right good morning, after, good afternoon, right. good day, I don't know. Well, Hi. Hi. That's a good one. Hi. It's good to see you. You too. You too. It always is. It always is. Even, you know, even whenever we're in our own home. It's always good to see you. So we wanted to talk today. I've been sharing in some workshops that I've been doing. Um, Whenever I'm interacting with some healthcare professionals these days, one of the sort of groundwork questions that I throw out to the audience is, are you a different person after the pandemic? Are you a different person in the wake of the pandemic? And I'd like to ask you to reflect on that question. Are you a different person than you were before the world came crashing down in March of 2020? Do you have a thought on that? Are you different? Are you a different person? I think I am in many ways. I, I'd like to think that, hey, I'm the same guy as I was before this collect, uh, collective global two-year tragedy that we've undergone. But I know that some things are very different about me now. Uh, and, I, and I don't mean silly things like, oh, for example, we, we, uh, I saw that one of my favorite artist is going on tour and it's going to be uh, arena concerts this winter. And I was like, oh, I really want to go to that. And I was like, mm, do I really want to be in the same room with 25,000 other people who are all singing and yelling and there's potential of spittle uh, flying <laughs> places? You like that word spittle? I love that um, flying, uh, flying everywhere. I, I, I I don't know. There's something about me that that would that would hesitate before doing that, and I think we we probably created a whole new generation of germaphobes, right? For uh, people that that uh, I, I I know I obsessively wash my hands a lot more than I that I did pre-pandemic. I'd like to think that I'm still the same kind of happy-go-lucky, nice guy. I fear that's not 100% true. I fear that that's not 100% true because I know that that through these last couple of years, it's given all of us a lot of time to be alone, right? And we human beings are changed when we are alone, right? We are meant as a species. We are meant to interact with each other. We are meant to be in community and communication with one another and unfortunately, the, the, the pandemic has, I think, led to uh, greater isolation, greater social isolation. And that, that ultimately just leads to people kind of going a little further down a, uh, a dark road than maybe they would have had this pandemic never happened. So, so have we changed through it? Um, I feel like I'm a little, I'm I'm a little less tolerant of silliness. 
right? I feel like I'm a little less lighthearted after the pandemic. How about you? Mm. I, I, I don't, am I less lighthearted? I don't, I'd have to think about that one. Yeah. I, I know one of the big uh, shifts in me, I think, is a profound sense of vulnerability yeah. that dramatic, traumatic changes can happen. Can happen. And it did do, happen. Right. Can happen. The world can change that fast. Overnight, right. Um, our world. Our world. Not what happened 5,000 years ago. Our world can change that fast. That fast. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic when everything was just locking down, having a conversation with our then, what, seven or eight-year-old grandson and I remember telling him, I was like, Mason, this is probably going to be the biggest thing of your life, right? Our grandparents went through the Depression. Our parents went through Vietnam. Um, my generation went through, I don't even know what we went through. Um, certainly not as bad as anything in the greatest generation. Uh, but whenever whenever we, we look at um, this collective trauma, this collective... I don't want to say stain on our on our history because I'm not sure it's necessarily that, but it's certainly a time of of great sadness. And I I think that when we're isolated, not only are we we're not as emotionally healthy as we would be if we had good social health, um, but we're also we're also much more likely to get siloed into our beliefs, right? And I don't like to think about that. And I don't think anybody likes to think, hey, I might have gotten a bit, uh, a bit too radical or a bit too uh, one-focused during this time because of the news that I was consuming. But I think all of us, if we're honest, we, we really understand that we are, we are products of, you know, we're products of what we, what we feed ourselves. And if we feed ourselves on... Uh, constant negative information, guess what? It's going to change our our world. And I think that in, in addition to the pandemic, we went through some crazy social political upheaval uh, that it is really difficult to say that any of us are exactly the same as we were prior to the pandemic. So what do we do about this? I think for me, at least, I, I have to come back to the realization that everyone has been affected. Every single person has been affected by the pandemic, some directly and some more than others, but everyone has been affected. So there are times now that because of how you said vulnerable earlier, um, I feel like sometimes we're a little bit, our, our, our social, our, our, our health in general is a little bit, um, precarious because we 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 have different safety concerns now than we had three years ago. Um, we certainly have different ways that we know to keep healthy, but we also have many more opportunities um, to slough off simple public health health measures. So these are things that I never thought that I would have to deal with in in my my existence in my life. But here we are, right? 
here we are. I never thought that we would live through a global pandemic. I never thought we'd lose a million of our, our, our fellow Americans. And here we are. Stuff happens. What do we do about it? I think we go back to remembering that hurting people hurt people. When we keep that in mind, when we remember that those who hurt others have been hurt themselves, and we keep in mind that everyone is hurting because of this pandemic, I, I hope it can generate a little bit more empathy and compassion and understanding of the struggles of our fellow human beings. Where do you, where do you find yourself in that in the struggle these days? Well, I think, you know, we can't forget that we are all looking at this from such different perspectives, too. Um, when we travel, we go to places that were uh, barely touched, believe it or mm -hmm. not. There are some places that it was still very removed, uh, the pandemic didn't touch their communities very much. We travel to other places where they had to hang on for dear life. Their hospitals were, were truly overrun. They turned boardrooms into triage units and into actual um, ICUs to hold um, that critical care patients because their hospitals were overrun. Yeah. We walked into boardrooms that just months before had been in hospitals had held over capacity ICU COVID patients. Mm -hmm. And we talked to nurses who weren't even trained for ICU but had functioned as ICU nurses and stood there and wept with us. And we wept with them because they saw so much death and destruction that this pandemic had caused. And they're not going to walk away from that trauma quickly, if at all, if ever, versus other places we went and hospitals and they looked around and said, well, we didn't have that many patients because of the geographical mm -hmm. location. We've held the hand of far too many family members who personally lost people in their loved ones in their families. Um, that their family will never recover because of people that they have lost. And, and other families weren't really touched personally by a family member that passed away. So different people will walk out of, as we're getting COVID Hopefully deaths, deaths us, under control, yeah. it, seems, it seems like, um, will walk out of this with a different perspective. And it's hard to say, well... You know, it's not that big a deal to, oh my God, my, my life, my heart will never be the same. Your experience may be very different than the person you're sitting next to. And we also, we, we hang out with a lot of nurses. Right? We, have, we have family members who are nurses. We have lots of friends who are nurses. We hang out with a lot of healthcare people. And so, so our perspective is, is, different because of them and knowing nurses who absolutely never wanted to do anything else from the time they were children they knew they wanted to be nurses and they go all through nursing school get all straight A's and boy I didn't sign up for this pandemic work I didn't sign nobody up for this. even considered nobody thought this. about this 
And so to see such dedicated nurses that are saying, I'm not sure I still want to be a nurse. And if I do, I don't want to do it uh, in the acute care side because I just saw too much. I witnessed too much. I, I witnessed too much trauma. And that's completely understandable. That's why I hope, that's why I hope that we are remembering how differently people were affected by this global trauma. Uh, I think whenever we realize that this hit some people harder than others, maybe we remember that hurting people hurt people, that hurting and that pain and suffering is part of the human condition. And we need to accept that it's part of the human condition. I think sometimes one of the, one of the things I've been wrestling with lately in, in some of my own um, mental health work is not judging a feeling, not judging the feeling. Mm -hmm. So uh, you and I have a fight and I feel bad about the fight. And so then I judge that I feel bad, right? <laughs> and it, and, it's, and it's, it, it, it gets into this weird thing where um, we judge the feeling. And I think some nurses that I've spoken with feel uh, as though they're letting down the profession by even thinking, what would life look like if I didn't do this work? What would life be like? Would I be disappointed in myself? Would I ever find fulfillment? And then we start judging ourselves about the feeling, about the very thought, about the question. And that is wasted worry right there. That is wasted worry. It's something I'm trying to get through my head these days of uh, not judging the feeling, letting a feeling happen and not judging it. Because what do we come back to? What do we come back to is that the definition of compassion, one of the many definitions of compassion is non-judgmental awareness non-judgmental awareness. When we can step back and step out of judgment, we are stepping further into compassion. I think that's where I want to spend my time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So for you all who are out there in listener land, uh, if you've been struggling with any of the same things that we talked about today, uh, please remember that we're here for you. If there's anything we can do for you, please reach out. Uh, and also remember that those who are hurting also hurt other people. And that includes you, the very listener who is getting this going into your ears right now. You too can practice some self-compassion for the, the things that you have witnessed and for the struggles that you have endured over the last couple of years too. Give yourself that grace. Give yourself that freedom. And thank you, as always, for being with us on this episode of Compassion and Courage, Conversations in Healthcare. I'm your host, Marcus Engel. I've got the hotness, Marbeline Engel. Do you want to say good day again? Good day. Again. <laughs> that was perfect. Uh, <laughs> this, again, is the podcast where we teach compassionate communication, provide perspective, and inspire resilience. Thank you to everyone who continues to rate and review and subscribe and share and interact and comment. We very much appreciate you all. We love you all and we'll see you on the next episode.